Hello, this is a prepaid call from Joe. Welcome to Doing Time with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Baker. And I'm your co-host, Anais Lucia. And today, uh, Joe's going to talk about finding God's love in the know. And this is, um, you know, I'm curious myself about this topic just because I, you know, I've never really heard of this before. So um, what do you mean uh, when you say no and that it gets you back on track? Okay. Okay. So when I talk about finding God in the no, I mean the N-O, the rejection, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, it it sort of goes like this. Let me read this real quick. Since most people acknowledge God's presence in their life when good things are happening to them, mm. rarely do we <clears throat> hear about people thanking or acknowledging God's work when life isn't working out the way they planned it. Mm-hmm. You might have people thank God after the storm has passed, but not in the midst of it. Mm. I discovered God's presence in the know by accident. While preparing for an interview, I wanted to talk about... <clears throat> God's love in relation to, you know, rehabilitation and restoration. And there's two guys that live in this housing unit, well, they used to live in this housing unit, that they really walk a strong walk. And I didn't want every interview to be about me and all of that, so I wanted to include other people. So I asked both of them, would they mind, you know, sitting down for an interview with me? So both of them, they said, let me pray about it, and then I'll get back to you. So... After a few days had passed, both of them came back to me at different times and expressed to me in their own way that God had put it on their hearts not to do the interview. Now, initially, I was a little upset. Yeah, no doubt. Initially, I was a little upset because I knew that they would be good for the interview. Mm -hmm. Days later, I found myself talking to one of them, and he apologized to me because he felt he had offended me by turning me down. As soon as he told me that he was sorry for not doing the interview, I told him that, you know, he didn't owe me an apology, and I immediately began to feel as if I owed him one, so I apologized to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a few minutes passed, while we both reassured each other that we were okay, it was in that moment that I realized that God was preparing me to be more obedient to him and not to whatever whims that I may have that are not inspired by him, you know, by, <clears throat> by me going to them. I, I think that I needed to do a little bit more work before I went to them. So when I went to these two men, I was going because I felt they would be great for the interview. This is what I said, because I felt that they would be great for the interview. And God had other plans. Yeah, not to say that they wouldn't be you know, good for it. It was just not the right time for them, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to do that. And uh, their rejection turned me in, in the direction of God and the, in the direction that he wanted me to go in while teaching me that I'm only a passenger in God's car. You know, I'm not driving, you know. And now that I understand that, you know, going through that, I listen more intently to what God is saying to me in relation to absolutely everything that I, that I do and everything that happens in my life. And that's what I mean by, you know, finding God's love in the know. When, when things are not going as well as we might want them to be or think they should be going, you know, look for God's presence because, you know, I always tell people that, you know, you know those big tanker ships that they use to transport cargo across the seas and back and forth, you know, uh, across the world, you know what I'm talking about? Those big old ships. Yes. You ever seen those? Okay, you a big ship like that, you got to turn real slow because if you whip it, it'll tip over and everything mm-hmm. on there, you know, be lost, whatever, right? 
So I, I look at that. I look at that when you're dealing with when I deal with my relationship with God. He turns me real slow. It's not a whip. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He does something and turns me into the in the direction that I need to be going for Him at that particular time. You know, for example, like doing this episode, right? Mm-hmm. I would love for a million people to listen to this episode. No mm-hmm. doubt about it. I'd love that. But that may 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 not be what God intends. It may be, but it may not be. It may be intended that God wants this this one particular person to listen and hear this episode. What I have to do, I have to be confident and secure in that I'm being more obedient obedient to what God wants and His desires for whatever He has planned, and not what I want in my desires. And that's what I mean by. You know, one of the things that I mean by finding God's love, and I know it's not always what you think it's going to be. Not to say that God is not going to bless you, but it's not always what you think it's going to be. And be confident in, you know, when you're doing God's work, that it's going to be okay for you. For you, it's not always about the big number, but again, sometimes it is. It just depends on what God wants, what He wants first, then you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when someone offends you or tells you no, what is your process? Well, because of that, because of my experience with uh, finding God's love in the no, I've learned to um, process. You know, I thank God now when something is not going my way. And, and a lot of times I laugh about it, you know, and I'm to myself, you know, because uh, it's between me and God. And, and I'm saying to myself, okay, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing now? What is it that I'm not doing? You know, and what is it that I'm supposed to be getting out of this? Because it's still about my growth, too. So I look for, you know, like if I ask somebody to do something, or I'm trying to do something that's not turn out right. I'll give you a good example. I'll give you a good example. Um, I remember when I was trying to find the co-host for the show, right? For the podcast show. And I had... Um, a project put up on Upworks, right? So when the project was put up, there was somebody else to put up for it, right? Mm-hmm. And I talked to them, interviewed them, and they acted like everything was fine, this, 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 and that. And then when we were supposed to have been talking and finalizing the deal, they backed out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. So Baby said, no, I think that uh, she would be better. I'm like, who are you talking about, blah, blah, blah. She said, I already sent out the request. And it was on a Saturday, so on and so forth. So all of a sudden, you come into play. Mm. And I'm like, dang, okay then. Well, I thought I was supposed to go in that direction. But it turns out that I went in this direction. And look how, in my opinion anyway, I hope you feel the same way. <laughs> you know, I like the way things turned out. I was thinking that I was supposed to go in another direction, and mm. it wasn't meant to be. It's not what God wanted. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And it's not to say that somebody, one person is better than mm-hmm. another or anything like that. It's just that what I wanted or what I thought I was supposed to be doing wasn't what uh, the Most High wanted me to do. You know what I'm saying? So whenever I do get that feeling of being offended or somebody telling me no, I wrap it up in grace. Mm-hmm. I wrap it up in grace and I'm like, okay, what is it that you want? Not what I want. What is it that you want? And when I say you, I mean the Most High. Okay. And then I go with that. And again, a lot of times, you know, I don't get it. Uh, but I'm looking. 
the main thing about it is I'm always striving for that relationship with him. I'm always striving to make sure that I don't do anything to uh, sever, let me put it like that, that I don't do anything to sever that tie to the Most High, even if for one second. Even for one second. I don't want to do anything intentionally to interfere with what it is that God wants me to do for him. So when I get when I feel like I'm being offended or somebody's talking to me in a way that I don't like, well, I resist saying so big to them. You know what I'm saying? That would offend them. I, I resist that doesn't mean I don't have the thought. Don't get it twisted now. I'm not mm-hmm. perfect. You know. But I have that thought and I resist that because that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. So I hope that answered that question, you know? Yeah, definitely. And do you always find God in the know? No, absolutely not. I don't get it right. I don't think I get it right half the time, really, but I try. The most important thing is to strive for it. Always strive to please God and look for whatever it is that he's trying to tell you. Now, if you don't get it, believe me, you, you'll get it. If you don't get it initially, you'll get it. Because you're not going to progress forward in whatever you're trying to do until you get that lesson or that, uh, I'm going to say assignment, <laughs> you're say that, that assignment that God is putting you on. Until you get that, you're going to be stuck on that, and you'll, but you'll eventually get it. And sometimes you'll get it and won't even realize it until later, and you'll be like, oh, okay then, you know. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't get it all the time. I don't initially get it all the time, but I do eventually get it because now I'm looking for it. And I think that's the most important thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And how has this approach changed your life? Oh, man. Well, it helps me to... Uh, it, it's just, I live my life in a certain way now. And, and one of the things that I do, I try to live my life not offending people or receiving the offense. Mm. So this this process is what helped me get there. I've I lived my life not intending to receive or give offense. And if I do, uh, I find myself quickly apologizing for it. You know what I'm saying? And I mm. forgive people too, real quick. But this is one of the things that, you know, one of the ways that it has changed my life. It, 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 has, it allowed me to develop uh, 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 well, better develop my moral compass. Let me put it that way. It allowed me to better develop my moral compass so that I can uh, move beyond certain issues in my life that I feel like would, you know, offend me. And now I don't get that right all the time either, you know, because I get in my feelings sometimes. And but when I sit down and I think about it, I ask myself, what's more important? Me sitting around here sulking, being upset. Acting like somebody's done me wrong, or is it more important? Even if I don't know what's really going on, or know the answer or the direction I'm supposed to take, what's more important for me is to forgive them, move on, and let God handle it. You know, so that's you know how it's changed my life tremendously. You know, and I do that, and that's not easy to do in prison. Because keep that in mind, mm. that is not easy to do in here because people, some people in here, they live on trying to piss you off, offend you, and all those types of things. And that's one of the reasons, this is one of the reasons I wanted to do this episode because I want people, especially people that that are incarcerated or have, if you have a family member that's incarcerated and you're listening to this episode, 
I want you to know that, you know, it would be a smart thing for you to start teaching your family members uh, to live a life without receiving offense, you know what I'm saying, and how they can go about not doing that. Uh, because in here, every day you're going to get caught up in something, one way or another, whether it's by another inmate or the administration, and it's not going to be helpful to you by living a life of offense because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you want to create positive energy, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so that's what uh, one of the ways that has changed my life, and that's one of the main reasons I wanted to do this episode. You know, this uh, episode is not as long as some of the other ones, but I think it's more impactful. Uh, well, just as impactful, you know, in my opinion, you know. So, any other questions? Um, yeah, like, I guess, like, what advice would you have for people, like, on how not to um, take offense? Um, you know, because yeah. some people might have a hard time with that. Okay, right. Okay, for example, like, if you if you said something to me derogatory, mm -hmm. uh, you can go to H-E-W-L-I, all that old kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Well, instead of me worrying about, you know, what you said and how you said it, I need to be more focused on what's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not one of those sassy, like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you type? Not like that, mm -hmm. but more concerned about what's really going on with you. What put you in a position? What did I do, mm -hmm. mainly? to make you want to feel like that's the way you should communicate with me. Mm -hmm. I focus on that. I don't receive what you're saying offense. I will I will let you say whatever you need to say, however you need to say it. Get it out if that's what you want to do with me. And that's <clears throat> that's how I walk in non-offense. Because if you feel like that you need to say this to me in this way, I'm sorry that whatever I did made you feel that way. And that's between me and God, not necessarily that I would say that to you initially. And that's what I mean by not living in offense. That's how I do that. I let you speak and say whatever you need to say, however you need to say it. And I don't receive that in the way you might intend for me to receive it. You know, now I don't get it right all the time, but most of the time I'll stand there and I try not to even look like I'm being hurt by it. I try to be attentive. Mm. And focus. I don't. I'm not. Now keep in mind now. I don't. I don't. Um, let me see. How I'm gonna say this? I don't put myself out there to be like some kind of sucker, though. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. I will stand there and I'll listen to you and I and I and I'll pay respects to what you might be going through, even if you don't realize what you're going to going through. But I do allow myself to say, okay, this person is going through something, and if I did something to make them feel like this. I'm more concerned with what I did to you because if I did something to you that could jeopardize my relationship with the Most High, I want to correct that so that you don't feel like you need to talk to me that way. That's what I mean by not living in offense. Oh, okay. I mean, did that help a little bit? Yes, definitely. Okay. Um, anything I'm else you'd like to me. say before we wrap up? No, not really, not on this topic. Uh, I, I just hope that, I'll say this though, let me say this, that I hope that people don't think that I'm like losing my mind or letting people run over me because living like this is not uh, easy, but it's, uh, it's, it's worth it because it, it helps me to look at the other person in a way that other people, other human beings, in a way that I uh, really just, 
never thought it would be possible for somebody like me, especially in this environment. Mm -hmm. Because when you, in this environment especially, you know what, I'm, I'm going to take it back. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter about the environment because there's way more crazy stuff going on out there where y'all are at than in here. Mm -hmm. You know, the way I get it by looking at the news. So no matter the environment that you're in, if you just take the time to just slow down and stop and focus on maintaining the relationship with the Most High, not doing anything that could jeopardize that, and, and trust me and believe, offending somebody else, whether you know it or not, the results are the same. Offending somebody else can interfere with that relationship that you have with the Most High, consciously, subconsciously, because at the end of the day, the results are the same, and I just hope that, you know, when you listen to this, you come away with something and, and, and try to live a life where, you know, you pay more attention to how the other person might be feeling rather than yourself. Because when you pay attention to what they are feeling and what they're going through, you're going to get good for yourself. I'm telling you, it really, really works. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And again, like I do with all episodes before we go, I want to say that if you like this episode, share it, follow, all of that kind of stuff and subscribe to it and if you really really like it i hope you do uh you can hit that donate button you know what i mean so with that said we're going to wrap up this episode and thank you for uh listening and Anna East, as always i want to thank you for being my co-host right. thank you joe all right thank you for using gtl 